Hey guys, and welcome to the Pondering Podcast. My name is Michelle, and I am very happy to be safe and well and able to do this podcast today. As I said, I am going to continue to keep doing the podcast, even if I have to get up in the wee hours of the morning, because I think it's important to stay connected. And even if I don't get a huge amount of listeners, because I know everyone is just discombobulated and busy and kids are home from school and just everything is just not the way it was before. This is the new normal. Um, But I think it's important. I think there's still those of you out there that feel a sense of comfort um, to tune in and listen. And that's why I want to keep doing it. And so this week, I wanted to talk about homeschooling, because I know so many of us are dealing with that right now. Um, I am dealing with a 10th grader, my stepchild, and then my biological child is in second grade. And on Friday, I really just got a taste of what it's going to be like. She's starting distance learning right now. It's been a couple, actually three weeks since she's been home from school, but we're just starting the distance learning. And I got a real dose of reality with the amount of work she's actually going to be doing. And not only that, is the attitude and behavior is a lot different. I don't know if anyone else out there goes through this same thing, but my child is very good for her teachers, kind of like the teacher's pet. But when it's mom doing the teaching or mom telling her what to do, it gets, you know, a little bit hairy there. There's some attitude and temperamentalness that I know she would not show to her teacher at school. So this is going to prove to be quite challenging. Um, My stepchild's in 10th grade and they're getting a lot of assignments over the computer And he is definitely getting a taste right now for how the workload is going to be. When this first started, I think we all just assumed, I'll be easy, you know, we'll just do some assignments from home. And But he spent almost all day doing his assignments on Friday. So I think that's a pretty good indication of how things are going to go moving forward. So yeah, nothing is the way it was before. Nothing is probably going to be as easy as we maybe thought it would be as far as schoolwork. And we've got a lot of challenges ahead of us. So on that note, I'm going to get started with this week's topic. So the Pondering Podcast topic of the week is, how are you coping with homeschooling due to school closures? How many stepchildren and or biological children are you homeschooling? And we will start with a comment from Philia on the Pondering Nook's Facebook page. Thank you very much, Philia. She says, I have four stepkids, one bio son. Two are with us full-time, 
bio son is five and stepson is 13. Stepson seven and stepdaughter nine are 50-50. And stepson 11 is home 9-14. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. (laughs) She says homeschooling is super tough, but also really fun. I love seeing what they are learning and doing every day. My husband and I also work full time, so it's extra tough, but we are so blessed to still have a job. Our kids are so loving being home more and getting to spend the time with us. They also have to do chores, of course, but that's a battle I'm not trying to overdo. Just not worth it. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, The last three weeks alone, it's been a little bit of a strange uh, war in my head between thinking I need to keep the kids structured and disciplined, and then I'll switch it up to thinking, well, you know what? They've worked hard all year, and we get up early at the crack of dawn and go to school every day, and maybe they just need a break. So my mind kind of flips back and forth between those two concepts. Um, Wow, Philia's got a lot going on here. I have to agree, though, our kids are absolutely loving being at home more and spending time with us. And they've actually been pretty happy to help out. Um, I also got another comment here from L.A., She says, I do not pressure my kid. We take breaks. We exercise a few minutes a day. I limit cell and tablet time. I put on music. Yep. And we've been going for lots of walks as well. Um, Like I said, I've been having some trouble with my daughter getting her work done. My stepchild has been so far fantastic at getting all of his stuff done, but he's a lot older, so that could have a lot to do with it. Um, Yeah, the tablet time, the screen time, that's very hard right now to put limits on because sometimes, um, and I know I'm not the only one, sometimes when they're on their devices, it gives you a break. And you can get a little bit of a breather. So it's difficult. But I definitely um, limit the tablet use. Like nothing happens until homework gets done. No screen time until homework gets done. That's pretty much the one solid rule that I've laid out so far. So we'll go with that and see how that goes. Here's another comment from Desiree. Thank you very much, Desiree. She says, I'm a teacher. At first, I thought this would be easy and would be no big deal. I have a bio daughter six and stepdaughter five, both in kindergarten, different schools. Stepdaughter five is here 50-50. We also have an hours baby who is one. I'm doing what I can. Some days I feel like I didn't do enough. And other days, I feel like I didn't even get a chance to breathe. Yes, Desiree, I completely agree with you. The other day, I had a day where I wanted to cry. And I felt overwhelmed almost every hour of the day. And then I kind of pulled myself together. And the next day, I was a lot better and I was a lot more productive. Um, And I'm learning that I can't really sit there and plan out the next day because Um, Things have been changing lately on a daily basis in the world around us and in things going on in our households. And it's really tough to plan out 
what the next day or even the next week is going to look like. So the old saying day by day has really been my sidekick here as far as keeping my mind, you know, balanced and keeping a good perspective. Because there are going to be those days where you just don't feel like you've gotten anything done. You know, there's meltdowns, things are just emotional, and you just don't know when those emotions are going to come sometimes, especially with a lot of the hysteria and fear that's going on. And I love that Desiree added that she's a teacher and she thought this would be easy, Um, but it's not that easy, you know? All right, so I am going to take a quick break here, and then I'm going to go to a couple more comments. Be right back. And here is another comment from Chelsea Bailey. Thank you, Chelsea. She says, my stepson has started online learning at his mom's. We only have him on the weekends. During our time, we make sure to read do minor writing exercises, and be physically active. Normally, we would do his Friday homework on our weekends, but we don't have access to the online login, only the mother does. All right, thank you very much for that, Chelsea. And they've got her stepson on the weekends, so they're doing whatever they can with the time that they have. Um, Having him do reading, having him stay physically active, I mean, really all you can do is your best. And for whatever reason, they don't have access um, to the same login that the bio mom does. And you know what? That's just the way it is. So she's making the best of it. Thank you for that, Chelsea. All right, I'm going to go over to the Pondering Nook's private messages. And I got a private message from a stepmom saying... I am homeschooling stepdaughter who is 14 and bio daughter who is 10. I am working from home during this time and can set my own hours. So I have easily set a schedule for the kids to do their work and the teachers here all have my Skype. So we have set days and times that we talk with them. My biggest and most stressful struggle is with my stepdaughter. During this pandemic, my husband agreed we would let the bio mom see my stepdaughter for a week every couple of weeks and let her have extra time. She normally gets every other weekend and hardly ever takes her, and it's already becoming a problem. When mom has taken my stepdaughter, she has sent her to the grandparents' house or to stay with friends and has made it clear she doesn't care about schoolwork or COVID-19. So not only is my stepdaughter being taken all over when she's away, she isn't doing any homework. So we have to play catch up when she comes back on top of the work she has to do normally. Thankfully, her teachers are awesome and know our situation with the bio mom, so they have been very helpful. I have suggested that we stick to our custody agreement, but my husband wants to allow the bio mom more chances. So this will be my struggle until he has had enough. Wow, thank you for that. I can only imagine that frustration, especially when you've got, it sounds like a pretty organized setup and structure going on within your own household. Um, 
And then you've got your stepdaughter making visits with people and not getting her work done. Yeah, that's – and it also sounds like you've got a little bit of a struggle going on with your husband wanting to be a little bit more flexible with the bio mom, and it's causing you issues for sure. And, you know, we talked a little bit last week about my best friend and how she told her ex that she was basically taking the kids indefinitely because – they were at less risk at her household and he was still working and he wasn't self-isolating. And thankfully for her, he was fine with that agreement. Um, But I know a lot of you out there are dealing with this exact kind of conflict where the other household is either not communicating, um, making things very difficult or not taking this threat seriously at all. So I hope things get better for you. And I really appreciate your comment. Um, I've got another comment here on the Pondering Nooks Instagram page from Mamasaurus2020. She said, this is not actually something new for us to do the homeschooling. My stepdaughter is six and was in kindergarten, but she missed the first two months of school due to the bio moms. So during that time, she was unable to go to school because we were waiting for a court date. So my stepdaughter was homeschooled online. Uh, Me and my husband did 100% of the school lessons with our stepdaughter, except for the one on Saturday where her mother would do the lesson plan, which was three videos and a question activity. Okay. Thank you for that, Mamasaurus. Yeah, and there are a plenty of parents and step-parents out there who have already been homeschooling for quite some time. So this isn't really anything new for them per se, but there are still a lot of new and different things that are happening in the world around us, like can't go to the park, you know, to get fresh air after doing work, um, the play dates essentially gone. Um, you know, any kind of social activity or gathering is, is gone. So I'm going to take a quick little break from my sponsored ad. Um, and when I get back, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, what we're all doing within our own homes as far as, you know, moms that I know. And I don't know very many stepmoms, but I have some really good mom friends. And I wrote an article this week talking about how I've been amazed by my daughter and my stepchild and how they've really risen to this occasion. And they're actually coping a lot better than I am, I think. So yeah. Um, there are no more comments. I know you guys are busy out there and you're busy with the kids and doing stuff and that's totally fine, but I'm going to keep on talking right after this break. Okay. I'll be right back. All right. I actually have one more private message that came in a little bit later that I want to quickly read. I didn't want to forget about this one. Um, The stepmom says, change and not knowing what to expect are some of my biggest stressors. I've got my control freak side. So of course, the stay at home order and implementation of distance learning set my teeth on edge. 
Being me, I started to learn all I could from the schools and the kids' teachers. We have my 13-year-old stepson and a 10-year-old stepdaughter half the week and every other weekend. I gave the bio mom the benefit of the doubt, as I do far too often, and began communicating with her so both homes would be on the same page. She played nice for a few days, texting back and forth to figure out devices, internet access, and logging into the kids' school accounts. Then, last week, she refused to give a straight answer to a simple question, and I went off on her. Nothing really nasty was said, but her delusional responses just had me at the end of my rope. There is no getting through to her. For the most part, over the last six years, I have held my tongue. Through all of the bio mom's crap, all the plans she has ruined for my spouse, for the kids, just because she felt like it or because it was part of whatever narrative she was telling herself at the time. I had lessened my communication with her a lot in the last six months, but I naively did not foresee her causing problems in this arena. There are things that need to be worked out between our homes to make this time as easy on the kids and ourselves as possible. I am so frustrated that she cannot put that goal over her petty BS. I'm not perfect. My spouse isn't perfect. We've made mistakes, but we put the kids first. The bio mom puts her own agenda first, and it makes me sick. Moving forward, my spouse and I are going to follow a strict policy of as little communication with the bio mom as possible. This was especially a turning point for me. I still really thought she would work together with us on this for the kids. I hope this is the last time I have to learn this lesson so my focus can be on myself, my relationship, and the kids' needs, free of bio mom's drama. Thank you very much for that. And I can relate to you, and I know a lot of other stepmoms can relate to you, where you kind of just feel like you're beating your head against the wall, and you keep trying, and you keep giving more chances, and you feel like you keep having to learn the same lessons over and over again. And especially during this time, um, everyone is really stressed out. Um, really overwhelmed, really confused, and it's not a good time for uh, testing people's tempers and emotions. And you know what? You lost it. Okay, that's fine. You know what? We all lose it sometimes. Um, And hopefully going forward, you can have a little bit of a less stressful time with all of this and just do things your way. I mean, I wish I could say that there was some sort of compromise there, but apparently um, you've got to set some boundaries and put some walls up at this time, which is disappointing, but I think ultimately it seems like you've got your stepkids' best interests at heart, and that's what really matters right now. So thanks again for that one. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about some things that I've been noticing. Um, I wrote an article this week called Three Things the Coronavirus Taught My Daughter That I Couldn't. And I'm wondering if maybe you guys are experiencing the same kind of epiphanies. Um, In the beginning of all this, I would say one of my biggest stresses, besides obviously getting sick and people I, I know and love or even people I don't know getting sick and dying, was uh, what am I going to do with the kids? They're going to be bored. What am I going to do with the kids? 
Um, and like I say in the article, the stress of wondering how I'm going to succeed as the commander in chief of the entertainment committee was really keeping me up at night. Um, but the kids have completely amazed me. I mean, my daughter has figured out to play how to play hide and seek in our backyard with the neighbor kids while they're not even in the same yard. Like, they talk to each other over the fence and they count, and I don't even know how they do it, but they do. They've invented all of these games, and the neighbor kids play on one side in their yard, and she plays in her yard, and they play, and this could go on for hours. You know, so we do the homework and then when everyone's done their homework, she goes on her tablet and she messages the neighbor girl and they go out and they chit chat through the fence and they also talk to each other. They have something called a window chat where they talk to each other through the window and it's really sort of like this bittersweet thing to see. I mean, it's a, it's really sweet but it's also really sad to see them having to do this. But at the same time, I'm really proud of them. And, you know, like I said in the article, I don't think I've heard her say she's bored once. And usually during a regular week with all these activities and school and play dates and gymnastics, I usually hear her say she's bored almost all the time. So this is really interesting. And my stepson is doing well. He's keeping himself entertained. Um, You know, they both sort of know that this is it. And I've suddenly realized, you know, I spend so much time trying to keep them entertained, trying to keep them busy, and trying to keep them happy that now that we're not able to do all those things and I'm not sort of catering to their entertainment, they're figuring it out on their own, Um, which is something I guess I'm just surprised about. And I'm really actually happy. It's kind of one of those silver linings that I'm finding in this whole thing. Um, Also, I'm just you know, as far as being a parent and a step parent, I'm really trying to remain calm and I'm really struggling with trying not to let them see me emotional or see me scared. And sometimes I fail and they see me stressed out and they've probably seen me more stressed out, uh, during the last three weeks than they ever have. Um, mainly because they're with me all the time, you know, usually I can save those little breakdowns for when they're at school, but they're here with me all the time. They're seeing everything. Um, but you know, our kids are adapting and my kids have been really helping out even without me asking them, you know, so it's been really great. And I don't know if this, you know, is going to last. I don't know how long this is going to last this whole thing, but so far I'm pretty impressed with the kids and we're all dealing with this fear of death all around us every day. It's like kind of our constant companion and the news just makes you feel really anxious. Um, I've kind of stopped watching the news a little bit. I'll do my little check-ins every once in a while and then I'll sign off, but you get sucked into watching the news for like an hour and you end up almost having a panic attack. It's really scary. So I'm trying not to do that as much. You know, the fear of death is a constant companion in our daily lives. Um, 
The kids know about the virus. My daughter refers to it as the virus. You know, we can't get close to so-and-so because we might get the virus or we might give them the virus. You know, we can't see grandma and grandpa because we might give them the virus. So my daughter's learning that death is always with us, you know, and, you know, my stepson is, is a lot older. He's a teenager and he's kind of dealing with it in his own way and he's doing pretty well. I'm really, really proud of them. And I know a lot of you out there are still struggling with the back and forth um, with stepkids and kids going to different households and you're still trying to figure out what you should do. Um, All I can really say is every individual person and household is different. And like we talked about last week, it might be good to kind of set up some boundaries or maybe refer to who has primary custody as far as trying to decide where the kids go. Or as my friend suggested, you know, which household has the lowest risk, you know, and maybe try to come to a compromise as far as the kids being in the household that has the less risk with people who are isolating and not going out. So, but yeah, I know that's easier said than done. And a lot of you are just like really frustrated right now with the back and forth more so than you usually are. Um, So yeah, again, didn't get that many comments or that much feedback on this subject, but I thought it would be a good one to do for this week as we dive into the homeschooling. And I know that there are stepmoms out there who have their stepkids much longer than they usually do. Um, And then you want to add homeschooling and telling them to do their work on top of it. And it's probably pretty tense if your relationship isn't that great. Um, And then there's other step parents who haven't seen their stepkids because they're either out of state or the bio parent has them. And that can be rough too, especially if you're close to them. So you're all dealing with all kinds of different situations out there. And I do not pretend to even know what you're going through. All I know is what I'm going through. And I'm hoping that even a scrap of something I'm saying can, you know, you can relate to or find some sort of comfort in because I'm here too. And, you know, today was a good day. Tomorrow might be rough. We just, we don't know. We just go day by day and, you know, my friends who are parents are basically in the same boat. And my advice is if you have any friends who are parents, just reach out, reach out, text them. You know, I'm playing online Scrabble with some of my friends, (laughs) you know, just, just the little things, you know, just a text to say, you know, I was really overwhelmed today and I broke down in tears and cried and you'd be surprised um, what you'll get back. And most of the time it's going to be, you know what, that happened to me too. I broke down and cried too today. We're all going through it. We really, really are. So you're not alone. You know, we are alone. But, you know, as they like to say, we're in this together and we really are. So, yeah, I will definitely try and do another podcast next week. I got lucky today. Um, I had a little bit of time where it was just me alone. My husband had to run out to the store for a little essential grocery shopping run and kids are upstairs right now. So I thought I would sneak one in. Um, so you didn't have to hear my really 
really croaky, whispery voice, but you'll probably hear that again soon. So thank you all for joining me. And as always, you can find me at The Pondering Nook, www.theponderingnook.com. And I will talk to you all soon. All right. Stay safe. Stay well. Try not to panic. Bye.